Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Get attacked by an angry shark. Stuck up a mountain in the dark. Pushed up the top of a big landmark. Hit by lightning in your local park. Caught in a downpour of acid rain. Struck by a meteor or a train. A proton beam passing through your brain. Attacked by that angry shark again. Hear how they survive. Trampled by a herd of buffalo Chased with an axe by your new friend Joe Buried alive in a pile of snow The worst case scenario Hi, welcome to Worst Case Scenario The podcast that discusses chihuahuas and survival of Mostly survival stories though Mostly survival stories It is largely survival stories Every now and then a chihuahua comes up I guess This is the first time but I think it'll happen in the future We do have a history with chihuahuas This is why we're talking about chihuahuas There is a picture behind Julia's head It's the only picture me and Julia have together And so we have to use it a lot and it was I refuse to it was be in any images yeah. alongside Abby. Julia was forced, forced into it, as you can see in, in the pained smile on her face. <clears throat> it was part of the experience. We went to the Chihuahua Cafe in Edinburgh last year, Edinburgh Fringe. I think Julia only came because it was free. Yep. I got hashtag gifted. Yeah, hashtag gifted. You told me there was going to be free cake and dogs, so... I was there to have a little promotion for the Chihuahua Cafe, mm. which I will do till I die. It's the best cafe I've ever been to. It was great. Better than any cat cafe, I'm sorry, I have to say it. Wow. I love cats, but it's better than any cat cafe, isn't it? I've never been to a cat cafe. Oh, okay. Well, you go. I went to the cat cafe in Edinburgh as well, of course. The cats just don't Thank care. you for not inviting me to that one. The clientele of a cat cafe... Mm. <clears throat> Careful. ...is uh, a... <laughs> It's a strange group of people, all right? I hope it doesn't cross over with the clientele of survival true crime <laughs> I hope so too. I hope so too. Um, the Chihuahua Cafe, however, though, yes. was a brilliant experience. It was. It was my first experience of any kind of animal cafe. Because they brought the Chihuahuas round. They did. And also, there was no, none of this, like, don't touch them. They literally no, no, plonked no. them on your they lap and encourage you. touching. Like, the picture behind us. I think we've got 11 dogs on our lap. I, at Is least. It, <laughs> it's a whole, it's a pack. It's a pack of chihuahuas. They're all looking at the camera. They are trained. They are professional. They know how they to re- give a five-star customer experience. They really are, honestly, all looking at the camera. <laughs> Every single one of them <laughs> is eyes to the camera. They're posing better than we are. We look exhausted. <laughs> we- this, this must be <laughs> this is some our way day into off. the festival. This is our one day off. This is I didn't have we- a day off. <laughs> this was my yeah. day off. This is how we spent it. Oh. I'm pretty sure you had to go to a competition that night. I did, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got through, thanks very much. Yeah. Uh, but the one downfall of the Chihuahua Cafe, I did have a survival because obviously as we were there, yeah, as a gifted experience, thank you once again, I'll return every year. Mm. Um, they really wanted me to have the prettiest food. Oh, they, they had did. on offer. They had like a multicolored hot chocolate. Everything was unicorn. Hot chocolate should not be pink. And it was chihuahuas and unicorns. Yeah. Um, it was a very le- legally blonde. It was. Hello they, Kitty kind of They vibe. lent heavily on that. Wasn't one of the dogs from Legally Blonde? <gasps> yes, we met Bruiser. I cannot communicate more how amazing this cat is. I have is. never seen They are happier. like celebrity dogs. I was like, I am L. You've won. It was yeah. amazing. But they wanted me to have multicolored food and they said this like, I don't know, angel, unicorn, fairy cake mm. was, was the best best in the biz. And I was like, okay. And then I took one bite and I was like, there's nuts in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't want, we were there for free and you're aware of that the whole time and you feel so bad. And so I was like, I cannot say anything, mm. but I don't want them to think I don't like it. Um, luckily it was only marzipan I'm not like really so like I didn't die um, but Julia had to eat both of our cakes it was and they were enormous <laughs> slices of cake I cannot I and also like, Julia, I, you have to eat it I fucking despise marzipan as well <laughs> so I had to like because obviously we didn't want to look rude 
And I so was also Abby, so annoyed because I was so looking forward yeah. to cake and then I didn't get any cake that day and I'd watch Julia eat two And I cakes. think I got carrot cake, which also yeah. had walnuts in it. Yeah. So Also, carrot doesn't just to, just to be clear, cake. I didn't just like yeah. gleefully I eat did. two pieces of cake and not give Abby any <laughs> For cake. For a moment, I was like, why didn't we swap? <laughs> <laughs> but that you saved my life that day. I did. Both, I did. You're welcome. Yeah, both mm. uh, socially and mm. physically. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to see me and Julia's only photo together. <laughs> Actually, until this podcast, we now have a few more. True. If you want to see our only picture without the worst case scenario logo in it. Where I am not being paid. <laughs> <laughs> We're professional friends only. I've learned from this. Um, if you'd like to see the photo, because my God, is it worth it? I cannot sell this photo to you enough. Yeah. It's my, it's my favorite photo in the world. Uh, <laughs> you can find it on our socials at WCSPod. Whilst you're there, click the link in the bio and that will take you to wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a little rate, a little review. Follow. Word of mouth is so powerful. It is. So <laughs> powerful. I cannot tell you the effect of word of mouth. Old school. No, someone tagged us in their story the other day and it made my day. Oh. So if you can tag us in an Instagram story, if you're enjoying it, recommend it to friends or leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it's really it. Helpful. It's really good for my self-esteem. Yeah. <laughs> And the podcast. But mostly me. <laughs> okay, Abby. Yes. It's the 21st of November, 2000. Ooh. Mm. Is this when everyone thought we were going to be dead? Um, no, that was No, we're year. nearly a year past right. that, yeah. We're still here. We're still here. We're still here. Okay. Michelle Rene is a 35-year-old bank manager and a single mother to seven-year-old Bria. After a long day at work, Michelle is relaxing on her sofa with Bria, who's playing on her Game Boy. Did you have a Game Boy? No. I had a DS. Oh my God. Is that your earliest? Oh, wow. Okay. We're not going down this road. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Suddenly, they hear a loud crashing behind them. Michelle turns to see three people dressed completely in black, brandishing guns and storming into their house. That is never good. Right? Michelle and Bria. That happens. (laughs) It's happened quite a lot. (laughs) <laughs> all the time every friday yeah oh god you should really move that's not great the other day our neighbor sent us a little text being like just to let you know there's been break attempted break-ins on our road so no way um that's alarming yeah like that's not that fun i guess just <laughs> just very real that is quite real there's been like yeah like on our road i think there's been like three Shit. And then, and then our neighbor like was all braggy. Like, I'm so glad we've had all our CCTV cameras put in. And you're like, okay, okay. So that's gonna catch the robber whilst it's robbing your house. <laughs> yeah. And then Ash was like, oh no, I didn't lock the back door. Oh god. And we were all out for the day. Ash, Ash is crystals, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. She was like, don't worry, I locked it with the power of the moon. No, the moon is not gonna protect you from a robber. Okay. So mass gunman brandishing guns. Wow. That's usually what gunmen have. Uh, storm the house. <laughs> Michelle and Bria scream, uh, like obviously. Bria runs towards uh, towards the door while two of the gunmen go for Michelle. One of them grabs her by her hair and Ugh. forces her onto the ground and then binds her with duct tape. <gasps> no, mm. it's NASA. Yeah, it's like the duct tape's been used for evil now. We have to take it out of the survival toolkit, do we? If it's... Uh... Unless she also had duct tape and then she like duct taped him back. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah, okay. Um, So she's bound. Uh, Michelle looks up and sees Bria, who is the daughter, who is face down with a gun to her head. How old's the daughter again? Seven. (gasps) Mm. So the gunmen took their time explaining why they were there and they told her they'd been following her for months. Michelle said it was very much that kind of mind control thing that they were doing. Um, Like, we know everything about you, including the fact that she was a branch manager at a local bank. Ah. Mm. So uh, Bria then says to the girl, we want all your little mini pens. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they're in it for. Where'd you keep them? Yeah. (laughs) Where are the little pencils? Just go to Ikea. Um, so Bria then says to the gunman, are you going to kill my mummy? Are you going to kill me? Oh my God. And they respond, no, not if your mummy does everything we tell her to do. Uh, you're going to rob the bank for us or we will kill you, but we'll kill your daughter first. 
And they said, uh, we're going to stay here all night with you so that you know what to do. And they drilled her over and over again with instructions for how they wanted her to rob the bank okay. um, the next day. Um, whilst Are they the- still wearing masks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the whole good. time. The whole time they're wearing masks. That's a good sign. It is a good sign. Whilst the lead gunman was calling the shots, he was also communicating on a walkie-talkie with another accomplice, calling each other Money One, who was the ringleader who was in the house, Mm -hmm. and then Money Two, who was a female voice on the end of the walkie-talkie. Interesting. Money One and Money Two. So I'm not a fan of those nicknames. It's not the most creative. It's not very imaginative, is like it? Like, you've had a chance to, to have really a bit of fun good there. Stuff. I mean, later on, there's a character called Bones. So he's done much better on the, uh, on wow. the old yeah, nicknames. I mean, that's not the most original, though. How do you get a nickname like Bones? I think you do it yourself. He's, he's given that to himself. Or maybe he got a boner in class once and everyone's like, but... <laughs> I hope that's the reason. I really hope that's the origin story for that. No, if you get a boner in class, it, it's not, you don't get a good It's not name. bones, it's yeah. Not, you don't get a cool Bones is way name. too cool. <laughs> you get like mummy lover or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Where did mummy come into that? Because you know, I feel like the kid who's getting a boner in class is also the one that called the teacher mom. Oh, okay. He like I accidentally see. called the teacher mom and then immediately got an erection. Right, okay. Yeah, so mummy lover. And then you get called mummy lover. For the sure. <laughs> so, money one and money two. Money two alerts money one that there's a car coming up the drive. It's Michelle's housemate, Kimbra. As soon as Kimbra walks through the door, one of the intruders shoves his gun in her face. Oh, no. Uh, Michelle is now on her feet and she pushes the guy's hand away and says, don't do this, don't hurt her. So she, sw- so he swings the gun back in Michelle's face and says, don't ever fucking touch me again. Which I would absolutely shit my pants at. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine how I've already shit my pants. I did story. wonder what that smell was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Michelle is beginning to realize that this could be the last night she spends with her daughter and they're both oh duct taped and in separate rooms. Um, at 6 a.m., it's time for Michelle to get ready for work. They, like, get her ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets dressed and starts doing her hair when Money One stops her and says, we need to put the dynamite on you now. No. Yeah. This is like... Um, evil genius. Evil genius. Yeah. Neck bomb. Yeah. So only Money One is there at the moment? No, there's three. So there's Money One and then two people who didn't get... um, They didn't even get a nickname? There's Bones, but that's his nickname generally. Um, But I don't know what the other one was called. They just weren't referred to during this. Just spare change. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Spare change one, spare change two. Yeah. They strapped the dynamite to Michelle... So sorry. Go on. This is probably, you're probably going to tell me anyway. But I assumed the reason they were getting her to do it was because she already worked there. Mm -hmm. And so she could do it kind of not obviously. If you're strapping dynamite. Then she has an incentive to do it. Right. But people are going to see that dynamite's strapped to her. Well, not because it's strapped to her body and then she's wearing clothes oh, right. on the top. Okay, so they're gonna, they didn't they're go with dynamite on the outside. Well, that's what I thought. I thought <laughs> As outerwear. I thought really like Evil Genius where you could very much oh, see no. it. Oh, no. No, no, no. Right. This is concealed dynamite. So not like a dynamite gilet, more of like a dynamite no. underwear vest. It kind of, it is a vest. It is a vest. It's like a, like a white vest. That oh, they've it got. is Like a, a big oversized white vest. Yeah. Okay. That kind of looks like a, an apron. Do we have pictures of this? Is this what yeah, you know? Yeah, I do have eight. Uh, yeah, I do have pictures. So if you want to see the picture at WCS pod. Look at that. What a pro. Mm-hmm. So they, they put those over their, like, bodies and then strap the dynamite to their backs so they can't see the dynamite but it's on Ugh. their back like they've seen it before yeah. it gets strapped to their back um so michelle bria and kimbra all have the dynamite strapped to their backs so i guess that stops her going and being like help exactly yeah. exactly because she could yeah she could just go to the bank say help and then they shut all the doors down lock her in there they, they'd still have her until, daughter say, so but they still have the daughter yeah true. anyway but yeah Money One pulls out what looks like a doorbell and explains it's a detonation device. And if Michelle makes one false move, he's pressing the button and they're all dead. They then put Bria in the bed- in her bedroom wardrobe um, and Michelle tries to reassure her. And then Bria says, be brave, mummy, which Aww. is so sad. And the Money One then gives Michelle a briefcase with a duffel bag inside 
uh, that she'll need to fill, obviously, with the money. Um, and then he crouches down in the back of her car and they drive to the bank. So as she's leaving the car, Money One says, don't fuck this up. RuPaul? Right? <laughs> he had a Don't stint. fuck it up. <laughs> so she takes her briefcase and heads into the bank. Once inside, she grabs one of the bank tellers and pulls them into the vault with her. She explains she's going to clear out the vault and then shows her the dynamite strapped to her back. She opens the bag and starts shoving money in it as fast as she can. And once the bag is stuffed with $360,000, she leaves. You can't even get a flat in London for that. (laughs) To be fair, yeah. It is like, when you think of bank robbery, obviously that is a huge sum of money. Oh my God, I'd love it. But like, Still couldn't get a house with it. Yeah. And it's being split between three people. Yeah. It's not worth it, guys. It's not worth it. Don't, don't, if you're thinking of going into bank robbery, don't. Don't do it. Or, or pick a bigger bank. I don't know how much money banks are allowed to actually have on site. Mm. Is there like a... Give her two duffel bags. Yeah. She just filled the duffel bag. They didn't give her a specific... They only gave her one bag. They gave her one bag. After all that. Exactly. Load her up. Get a couple, Yeah. You know, What's what's the what's the donkey? What's the donkey? <laughs> you know, you like you pack it up until they until they go. Oh, buckaroo! Buckaroo! Buckarooa! Buckarooa! Sure. Yeah. Saddle her up. <laughs> See how many you can get on. Poor Michelle. Sorry, sorry, really. She's got dynamite strapped. Also, oh yeah, she's got dynamite strapped to her back. So maybe don't buckaroo her, because she will literally explode. Only if you put the final bag on. Exactly. Yeah, but how much is too much? What's the final bag? That's the, the problem. Risk, the risk gone too. And then that's the money gone too. This is awful. We cannot... So, so, but she's told this lady... She's told... Yeah, she's told the bank teller. And they're not doing the usual, like, ink on it or oh, anything. well. Oh. This is going to come in later. Stick a pin in that. Okay. We're coming back to that. It's in. Thank you. So... She's filled the bag. She's out the door. Uh-huh. As soon as she's out the door. I can't believe they only gave her one bag. It, that is mental, that is isn't it? you got two hands. Come on. you got two hands. Give you, her two bags. you got two hands. you got two shoulders. You're getting half the money here. Even You could give her a bum bag. you got the waist. Oh, I knew. There's so... Ma- how much are you fitting in a bum bag? Look, I've travelled to Edinburgh Fringe Couple with my entire wardrobe. Made. I know how much you can, you can take. <laughs> I'm an overpacker to the core. Mm. And they've put a lot of effort in here. And they didn't think to just buy... A wheelie suitcase? A wheelie suitcase. Yeah, but how sus does that look? I mean, it's quite clever that they've put the duffel bag in the briefcase. So she looks like she's just walking to work. Who goes to work with a briefcase? Where is she? Shelby Cooper? Somebody who works in a bank. What, really? Is that real? Are you joking? People go to work with briefcases? Yes. Like who? Have you watched any film ever? Yeah, of but... course they do. People who work in the city, nah, people... lawyers. Nah, they, they, they're all backpacks. I don't see a single person on the tube with a briefcase. Know, the jewelry court we work in. Yeah, we work. What? <laughs> the jewelry court. Ju- we work in the jewelry. Yeah. jewelry Anybody. Look, like, there are so many professions where people use. <laughs> For real? I love that you just, be- because you personally use a backpack, you can't <laughs> no, imagine every, anybody else every, using anything else. Everyone has a backpack now. No, they don't. <laughs> Briefcases are so impractical. You can only take flat stuff. Yeah, like important documents. And you look like a sure. little nerdy boy. Yes. <laughs> Do you think 60-year-old men and women going to work care if they look like a nerdy little boy? They look like professional people with briefcases. No, I show please, me. Show please, show me one person you, with a briefcase. If you are somebody who who goes to work with a briefcase, please, 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 please send us. Not real. A message. No real. Not anymore. Yeah. What year was this? Okay, maybe in two. This was two thousand. I people still use briefcases. Where's she putting up at lunch? In the briefcase. But that's so. Also, people who use briefcases probably get taken out for lunch. <laughs> they probably have very fancy three course lunches. What as a bank teller? She's a bank manager, I'll have you know. Oh, I'm so also, sorry. Also, this, this is not her briefcase. Of course. This is the... They all eat at the shard. Yeah. Well, not her, because she lives in San Diego, but yeah. Okay, the, the San Diego equivalent. shard is. Sure. Like, they do, like, it's mad to me that you live in London now and you haven't seen anybody walking around with a briefcase. No. My friend's a lawyer. She has a tote bag. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, tote bag is entirely <laughs> impractical, but women of our age insist on using them, mm. even with their laptops. I'm going to tally how many people I see with a briefcase. Sit in Liverpool Street Station. Well, I've got for a morning. I've got stuff on. Like I'm not gonna. Oh well, don't, don't do that. Where are you gonna do this tally Just, then? Like, on the tube. In comedy clubs. On the tube. Oh, on the tube when you're out and about. <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> on the tube between the hours of seven p.m. and eleven p.m. <laughs> well, you're gonna see loads of briefcases there. I'll travel at rush hour. Okay. Make a video for the podcast and prove. I will. Prove it. I'm gonna I'm gonna film every man in a suit with a backpack I see. I want you to okay, you have to do it from between the hours of eight and nine thirty AM. And you need to travel. Mm, can east. I do can I do home time rush hour? Right, deal. Deal. You're not doing this round Camden. Like don't do this. <laughs> don't do you you're, got, lo- you're losing confidence you've very got quickly on how many people use briefcases. Because you're you're gonna do it in the wrong area. I feel like I'm gonna to have to do a separate experiment myself. <laughs> okay, poor Michelle has <laughs> left so the bank. The duffel bag would be less suspicious. I see a briefcase, I'm like some spy shit's going on here. That's <laughs> such, that's she, weird. She's bowling out of the bank with two duffel bags, one on each <laughs> shoulder and you're like, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. she's going to the gym. She probably plays netball. Yeah. yeah. She, I'd be like, she's got bibs for the whole team I'd in like, there. Like finally, Michelle got a normal bag. Fucking hell, <laughs> She's out of the bank, she's got her bag. She throws the money in the car and drives, but after a couple of blocks, Money One tells her she's got to get out. And then he says, I'll leave the car further down the road. So you just keep walking and eventually you'll get to the car. And then they will have scarpered with the money. Right. What about the dynamite? Still strapped to her back. Dynamite's not moved. No, no. But like, is he going to take it off her? Or is he I don't like... think he's concerned. Yeah, he's not. Right. You're he's just like, stuck with that. Yeah. You can deal with that problem. I can't believe they're giving her car back. I that I was surprised yeah, by that's that. That's why I was being like, he seems... I thought she'd just get out and then yeah, they'd drive and be off, like, take the car. Yeah, but I guess police would be looking for the car. Yeah, it makes more sense if. Yeah. Okay, so she does exactly what they say. She gets out and starts walking. Eventually, she finds the car empty and drives straight back to her house. Michelle bursts into the house and it's eerily quiet. No. She calls out for Bria and Kimbra and doesn't hear anything. And then she walks through the house, calls out again, and then hears a faint noise coming from Bria's wardrobe. She's still there, unharmed, oh free of the dynamite. They've taken the dynamite off Bria and Kimbra. Oh. They're, bo- they're still in the wardrobe. Um, so now they just have to get the dynamite off Michelle. Yeah. So they very carefully yeah. cut the dynamite off Michelle and then run to the neighbor's house who calls 911. In total, they were held hostage for 14 hours. Oh my God. Everyone turns up. Local police, bomb squad, FBI. Yeah, like, where do you then put that dynamite? Yeah, very gently, just like gently on the bed. What, I think that's Which room I'd leave are you it. making bomb room? Yeah. I think the bedroom. Really? Well, just because there's so much softness around yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to put it on a hard surface. You don't want to risk it rolling onto the floor. Also, in like, the I do want to be able to, like, have lunch and stuff. Right. You so know what I mean? Like, you don't want to think about the dynamite. <laughs> well, like, Lock it away in the bedroom. When I had the wasp issue, for example, yeah. I was able to close this my bedroom. This is definitely the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was able to close my bedroom door, mm. lock the wasp in the bedroom, and go about my life. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still had free roam with the rest of the house. Yeah. House. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone turns up, bomb squad, FBI, they're all there. They analyze the dynamite and realize pretty quickly it's not real. It's fake dynamite. Uh, it was made. I was going to ask about this actually. Oh well, I'll tell you about it now. Uh, it was made from spray painted, cut down broom handles with <sighs> tape and wires. And to be fair, I've seen it. And like when you know that, you're like, oh yeah. yeah. But then I don't know what dynamite looks no. like. I, well, I'm going off of cartoons. Because my so... that was my quote. Because you were like, I was like, is it fake? But then you said. They saw it before they put it on us. So yeah. that's why I didn't ask that question. And it I was lo- like, oh, it must have been real. And it, it's it got wires coming off it. Yeah, I think like, if anything is I'm, wires, you're just going to be like, yeah. I wouldn't query it. Yeah, exactly. Right, Michelle has this insane memory. Like, she's really good at remembering details, which is... Love that in a person. Perfect. Oh my God, I hate when someone brings you gossip and then... You ask for the details and they're like, oh, I don't remember. This, and I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy. Are you kidding but me? But gossiping with a straight white male, pointless. Yeah, uh, they have so no details. Annoying. No details. Yeah. Like, 
how long has Alex known me? And oh. I have drilled into him. Mm. I'm like, if, if my name even comes up in conversation, you lock in, you listen, you press record on your brain, you listen to every little detail, and still he'll come to me like, oh, so-and-so said something about you the other day. And I'll be like, what? And he'll be like, oh, I didn't remember. Don't bring it up, Alex. Also, what a can of worms. So-and-so said something about you the I other know. day. He'll literally be like, Risky oh, move. Yeah, like I heard someone talking about you on a podcast. I don't remember what. Oh, what? <laughs> I need to get them to edit that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Michelle has a great memory. She'd be the perfect person to gossip with. She really would. Um, in particular, she's very good at remembering like facial details. So... Oh my she, god, that's really good. She was positive that she recognized Money One's eyes. <gasps> she was like, How? I've seen those eyes before. Wow. He's wearing a balaclava. Wow. She can only see the eyes. And okay. she was like, I've got a good memory. I ain't got a memory that good. Me neither. I couldn't pick your eyes out in a lineup, and I see them every week. That's horrible because I have beautiful eyes. <laughs> you do have great <laughs> eyes, but like. They aren't my. Once best I'm feature. not looking at them. They're gone. And you should be looking memory. at them because there's no boobs to be looking at. Everyone looks in the eyes. <laughs> so those are my only two choices. <laughs> yeah. Where else are you going to be looking? I don't want to give you a complex. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think this all the time though. You know when you like uh, people sketch the faces? Like a caricaturist? No, police. Oh. <laughs> As a witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was talking to my dad about this the other day. Like, I don't know how to explain someone's face. Yeah. Even, like, shape, face shape. There's so many variables. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. I could, only, I could only identify someone by listing the things they've done to wrong me. That's all I remember. Yeah, but what about their face? Like, you could just, like, mean in the eyes. Mm, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it wouldn't look anything like Real them. spite. Real spite in the eyes. Yeah, like a yeah. spitey face, you know? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a bitchy mouth. <laughs> you need you need a police sketch artist who's on the same wavelength as you. Yes! <laughs> you need, like... Maybe that's how they do it. Maybe they just get, like, a sketch artist that, like, speaks your language. That's what they need. That is. Maybe you should retrain for all the, like, basic would... girls out there. Oh, my God. Have... Yeah. Yeah crimes committed against them you're the artist they need yeah 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 okay so she re- she recognizes the eyes and she knows she's so positive that he had come to her desk at the bank the day shut up that they had been kidnapped and she remember did he have like a vibe or does she just remember he had every a vi- customer no he had oh a vibe God, okay. he had a vibe Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. So she remembered him because he'd been weird with her in the bank. He sat at her desk. How ballsy is that? Sitting at her desk at the bank the day you know you're going to break into her house and kidnap her. So he sits down at her, at her desk and asks the same weird questions over and over again. Um, like he says he works in a nightclub and he wants to set up like a business account and stuff. And like, 
Then a woman comes in. He introduces her to the woman. Oh, this is Lisa. And then she says, Chris, we need to get going. He hands her his business card with his real name on it. His name is Christopher Butler. So he's just, a woman's come in. He's introduced her. Oh, this is Lisa. Real name. Real name. And then here's my card with my Why? actual name on it. Why? I don't, because they've been following her for months. So it's not like they needed to do this. They knew her schedule. Yeah, they weren't they finding knew... out any info. No. It's just, I think it is just Was it just, just like, like arrogance? Yeah. Kind of a like, fuck you. Like a yeah, control Yeah, like thing. a little like, yeah. power just trip. fuck with your... I just want to like go in knowing that I'm going to do this later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mad. Gross, isn't it? Like a little warm Just so stupid. So dumb. It, it so blows dumb. my mind when I read these stories how stupid gr- some criminals are. And honestly, I was thinking about the survival toolkit and stupidity. Oh, if you can find yourself a stupid one, ideal. If you're going to have a crime committed against you. Make sure it's done by an idiot. That might have to go in the survival toolkit for this because there's very little else we got. Right. to go in so bear it in mind i mean i guess a briefcase here we go <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get you a briefcase i genuinely can't think of a bag that has like less it's just a folder with handles yeah very useful if you've no. got important documents you can't fold no you just put a folder in your backpack for it to get all crumpled where are you putting your so. water bowl where are you putting your snacks where are you putting your headphones there's nothing to say you can't also have a backpack as well as a briefcase right the briefcase didn't is... consider that Okay. I thought we were picking one bag. Two bags. Multiple bags. But then that's a real confusion of vibe. Briefcase and backpack. Who are you? Maybe if you've got like a leather backpack to fit the briefcase vibe. Or you can get a briefcase now made out of canvas. Now you say it, I have seen a lot of satchels. Here we go. Are we counting a satchel as a briefcase? No, but I would say it's in the same ballpark. Okay. So... Michelle is so convinced. Well, just it, if you'd said she'd gone into the bank with a satchel, <laughs> none of this would have happened. I'd have had it zero a reaction. It wasn't I mean, a satchel. That's very normal. It was a briefcase. Maybe if they'd had a satchel. The briefcase does <laughs> smack of like somebody who doesn't work in a bank, assuming what somebody who works in a bank exactly. would use. I really don't think they actually But then would. I am also doing that by assuming that people who yeah. work in the city or so have So maybe you're actually being like a real and actually, ignorant... Well, I don't think that counts. I think that might be a little extreme. You're a bag bigger. I don't think so. I don't think... You're a bag bigger. Don't label me with that. I don't want to be that guy. This is why we're only work friends. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Michelle. Yeah. Michelle was so convinced that money one was Christopher Butler. She insisted that the police go to her desk and check for the business card. For sure. Um... She was also confident the woman who would come in and said, Chris, we need to go, was the same voice that she heard on the walkie-talkie. Would make sense. Money too. Exactly. So the police went to the bank, located the card, looked up Christopher Butler and found out he had a history of robbing banks. Yeah. Literally the dumbest criminal in history. So they went to his house where him and his fiancée, Lisa Ramirez, lived a few miles from the bank. What? Yeah. And not long after, not long after that, they identify the two other gunmen. Another Christopher, Christopher Huggins, and Aww. Robert Ortiz, or Bones, as we know him. Christopher Huggins really needs to get a nickname because that is the Huggins sweetest is name. Isn't it adorable? You can't be a criminal called Hugging. Yeah, it sounds like he's part of um, Winnie the Pooh, Christopher yeah. Huggins. Or it's like Santa's name. His real name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Christopher Huggins was arrested at a traffic stop not long after the... Uh, kidnapping and in the glove box they found a bb gun that looked like a real gun um Ah. they found the duffel bag that had the money the money had been in they found several pairs of black gloves and a homemade balaclava so literally everything involved in the in the crime Uh, they also found michelle's credit cards and the money straps from the bank so the paper that is wrapped up in when Uh they bundle the money that's specific to the bank and they found a shitload of this those. This is in why the back boys of the car. need to clean their car. Exactly. 
Exactly. I bet there was like tons of McDonald's packets as mm-hmm. well. Gross. Yeah. Oh, they also found the doorbell detonator in in the car. So just the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, they made it easy for them, really. They really did. At the house, they found lots of cut-up broom handles and red spray paint. Uh, some of the spray paint even had Lisa Ramirez's fingerprints on them. Sure. So, well, literally we, the easiest crime to detect. We know who the ever. crafty one was. Exactly, yeah. I did think that would definitely be your role in the, Hell, uh, in the bank robbery. Yeah, I would 100% <laughs> want to make the fake dynamite. So the, the detective said, uh, it was crazy. I've never seen so much physical evidence left at a crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> what? They didn't try to get rid of any of it. None of it. Just stick it in the back of the car. Yeah. These are truly the dumbest people ever. Really. But, however, they didn't find any of the money. So. Wow. Uh, the, and can they arrest them without that? Well, yeah. they did find, they did find, that was, they did find some of the money. Right. When they arrested Christopher Huggins... Uh, they found 90,000 that he'd stashed away, but he'd already spent several grand in Vegas. So using that money really well. Just lost it all. Just lost it. Just, yeah, big weekend, spaffed it in a big weekend in Vegas. Um, Ortiz is now on the run. He's on the run for another three months before he's arrested, and he's found with $32,000 left. Huggins and Ortiz both give full confessions, which completely corroborate Michelle's account. Um, Money One, or Christopher Butler, denies everything in an attempt to save himself and Lisa. It's now just hilarious they even had code names. Yeah, so yeah, what's the point? When you've already told the victim and given her your business card with your name on it and introduced the other one to her. Money One. Money One, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Ridiculous. Um, Also, on a walkie-talkie, anybody can tune in to that frequency that you're talking on i just can't help but think this was like a bedroom role play that went too far it does kind of sound like that they doesn't call me it? money one <laughs> come in money two let's take this out of the bedroom yeah like into you, the really, bank. you really didn't have to involve other people in this no could have saved yourself a lot of trouble yeah just go to like an orgy <laughs> that's your advice go to it? a sex party yeah do it with some consensual adults for sure um plenty of balaclavas there i'd imagine mm-hmm. fit right in so, Christopher Butler denies everything in an attempt to save him and, and Lisa, but Lisa sings like a canary. She tells them everything. She admits that she was the voice on the walkie-talkie. She actually takes credit for the whole plan. She's like, actually, it was kind of my idea. Like, it was kind um, of a plan, don't you think? Uh, she was really proud of her crafts. She right? was. She really was. She's like, how convincing was that dynamite? Yeah, it like, wasn't that good, though. Yeah. She, she said they split the money three ways, but of hers and Butler's money, over a hundred grand was stolen, which is karma, I suppose. Yeah. Um, she then, how? I don't know. Just, Someone broke in. This has just stole been the money. a disaster start. To I it. would imagine they were probably down the pub going, you never guess how much money we'd just come into. Oh and God. then someone went, oh, I know where you live. I'm going to go and take that money. That's insane. Yeah. She then tells police that Michelle was in on the plan. <gasps> Ooh, that's, Twist. that's a dick move. Isn't it such a dick move? Was she? Well. What? Police are now starting to think Lisa is 100% the mastermind. Lisa, not Michelle. Lisa, the one who's just confessed. Yeah. They think she's definitely the mastermind. She knows everything. She was 100% the plan well she's not going into the bank being like hi i'm chris exactly she's obviously going to be the smart one she's the one who pulled chris out of that situation yeah however now that she's thrown michelle into the mix they have to investigate yeah and they have to assume she was a suspect and rule her out so they are pretty convinced that she is innocent because they make her bria and kimbra relive the whole experience, they film it. You can watch the tape of it. It's actually quite hard to watch because she is talking it through. She's obviously like reliving it. She's absolutely devastated and traumatized. She's like crying through it. It's really horrible. And they strap the dynamite to them again. Even to Bria, the seven-year-old, they like make her wear the dynamite again. What do they gain from that? Um, I guess like to get a real picture of what had happened and then right. also they're kind of testing to see if Michelle 
was they're seeing how she reacts to all of this okay. to see if she's a good victim Do you in have quotes. To bring the seven year old into it, right? Mm. I don't. Yeah, this was two thousand. It was a different time. Okay. So now Michelle is being accused of being an accomplice. They look into her past to see if there is anything that might suggest she could be part of the of the plan. And Michelle is very honest about her past. She tells them that she ran away from home when she was 15 because she was there was an abusive situation there. Um, she worked as a stripper for years. She had no high school diploma and worked her way up to regional vice president. Ooh. And then she took the job as the bank manager um, so that she could be home more with Bria. So she mm-hmm. like reached an incredible level in the corporate world with no qualifications like put herself through all of that. But in order to get onto the corporate ladder, she did embellish on her CV. Um, She said she had qualifications that she didn't actually have. She said she had experience she didn't actually have, but clearly she could do the job, like she worked her way up pretty well. Um, She had also in the past filed for bankruptcy. So all of this really damaged her credibility making her why she's being honest doesn't that make her more credible yeah but the fact that she lied previously if they can point out any what, if time, you've ever lied in your life are yeah. you kidding me yeah they, that means no one's a good exactly no one is a good witness or a good victim like the, but that's what the defense lawyer's job is to do is to like use anything they can against you and that's what they did so in 2001 the suspects are awaiting trial for kidnapping and bank robbing um, Michelle and Bria are recovering from intense PTSD and they are both reliving the ordeal over and over again. In June, Michelle decides to move Bria to her grandmother's in Alaska. Um, so he, she sends her, sends Bria off to Alaska and then she decides, I'm just going to get rid of everything. And go back to San Diego, get rid of everything and then drive up to Alaska. We'll start again. So she does that and she has nine days to get from San Diego to Alaska because she's got to get there for Bria's eighth birthday. Like, that's the deadline. Mm -hmm. So she does it, she gets there, and she says that they felt safer in Alaska. So a year passes and they travel back to San Diego for the trial. Lisa Ramirez's lawyer, Herb Weston, proposes a plea deal, given that she was, like, 100% guilty and... Yeah. Confessed, yeah. Um, so he suggests a plea deal, but because the case is so strong, the prosecution team turn him down because um, they've got like all the physical ed- evidence, the confession. So because Lisa implicates Christopher in the confession, a judge rules her whole confession inadmissible in court. So mm-hmm. they can't use any of that video. So now her lawyer, Herb, can really say whatever he likes. She can change her story. It wasn't her. She's not guilty. Um, it was all Michelle. It was all Michelle's plan. Like, and he goes to town. Like, it's really, it's really rough what he does to her. So, uh, if you go into a police interview and I was like, yeah, Julia did it as well, and so did Neil. Like mm. they then couldn't use that. I think because they had separate trials. If you mention another person in your, there must be a rule. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but there must be some kind of rule where if you've mentioned somebody else in your confession, and you're both, shouldn't it just be being tried for it? But that's evidence. That seems mad to me. Yeah, me too. But I feel like there's so many of these loopholes, aren't there? Yeah. In, and it's really like, it's really devastating. surely she's just a witness in his trial mm-hmm. and that's evidence against him and mm. should be used. Yeah. What? I don't know. Okay. But so, but the whole Michelle, we don't trust Michelle bullshit. Yeah. He used, so now her lawyer, Lisa's lawyer mm-hmm. is going to use that angle to right. be like. But she's still going to be a witness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Which also means that he can cross-examine her. Right. Which is what he does. Okay. So, um, Lisa's attorney goes to town on Michelle, absolutely destroying her credibility. In his words, his strategy was to beat the hell out of the victim. What a nice which, guy. Yeah, really goes to show what a piece of shit this guy is. Um, 
Michelle gets very pissed off, obviously. Yep. Uh, at being treated like she's a criminal. And Herb says, angry witnesses don't come across as credible. So he's literally just like poking her until she gets angry. And then he's like, see, look how look how angry she is. She's definitely a bad oh, yeah, person. Yeah, because it would be totally normal to not be angry after this. Yeah, it's like when your sibling is winding you up and your parents are like, don't react. That's exactly what they want. Don't react. I would be a terrible witness. Yeah, me too. I'd get so wound up. I'd be angry from the beginning. Yeah. I'm such an angry person. <laughs> I'd also cry. You'd give a real show on the witness I, stand, I, I think. I mean, it'd be entertaining, but uh, <laughs> I don't think it would be classed as credible, apparently. No, clearly not. So Herb argues that Michelle lied about recognising Lisa's voice on the walkie-talkie. And annoyingly, there's no record of her saying that she had recognized the voice in the FBI reports, but she had said it to the detective. And he, he, he says, yeah, she told me, but they haven't made any record of it. So he's like, well, it doesn't say anything here. So looks like she's just making it all up. Lisa also admitted that she was the voice of the walkie-talkie. Yeah. But because they can't use that this evidence, she can now say whatever she wants. Yeah. Madness. The next problem for Michelle is that in banks, they have bait money. So when you said, so take that pin out, because we've come back. There we go. Let's go. So bait money is like special money that they can track. Yeah. So it's not the ink that explodes. Right. It's trackable money. That's a better idea. And which obviously Michelle would know, being the bank manager, that Mm -hmm. there is such a thing as bait money. However... She didn't give the robbers the bait money. She gave them normal well, yeah, money. She's terrified. Yeah. And she you wouldn't said. You want to risk fucking it up. She said um, she was instructed specifically by the robbers no funny money. So she didn't want to risk it. Yeah. Like they've got her daughter. Exactly. You're not risking that. Exactly right. So but f- I see that makes it look like she's in on it because she wants real money. Exactly. And she's got like insider oh information. Oh my God. Yeah. Finally. Weston announces Michelle must have been part of the plot because what kind of a mother who thinks she has real dynamite strapped to her back would return to the house where her daughter is and potentially endanger her life? Because she thinks because dynamite's also strapped to her daughter. Exactly. And so, but he's like, she must have known the dynamite wasn't real. Um, Michelle, in fact, didn't know whether Bria was like alive or dead. Yeah. And so is just going immediately back to try and protect her. Because of course, of course, that's she what doesn't you do. know how to take it off. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Chris, she? sorry, how was it strapped? Could they take it off? Why did they? They cut, cut it off because it, it was strapped with duct tape. Duct tape. Yeah. Duct tape. You are take it off the shelf. Yeah, it's really lost its shine, you hasn't really it? Really mm. fucked it up. So, at Christopher Butler's trial, you're such a fan. <laughs> At Christopher Butler's trial, they asked her about her sex life. They picked apart her finances and generally painted her as an irresponsible, selfish person who would do anything for money. I hate it. Um, And so she must have been part of this bank robbery. So basically, anything they didn't attack her on in Lisa's trial, they got her on in Christopher's. She was really pulled apart. Like, it's horrible. Michelle was questioned for three days on the stand. Now it's Christopher's turn on the stand and he protects Lisa and makes out um, she couldn't have been the mastermind because Michelle definitely was. He even tells the court that he and Michelle had an affair and she had recruited him in the supermarket. They just bumped into each other in the supermarket and they got talking. and she was like, oh, I work in a bank. And then, where I look for fellow criminals. Sure. Co-op. Um, then they went back to her to sorry they went back to her house with Huggins and Ortiz and they all smoked weed and then came up with the plan to rob the bank and then they do it that morning like that's his story that it's oh, yeah, all like that's definitely a morning of weed yeah exactly feet, also when when did they make the dynamite then yeah if they were like oh it just you've all got happened to, you've got to at least give it overnight to dry exactly Exactly. That spray paint's not drying in. That is instantly. not a fast craft. No. You've made costumes. There mm-hmm. has been you've there's been sewing involved. Oh, so you're not doing that high. You're not sewing when you're high, are you? I don't know, I've never been high. You're asking for trouble. Oh, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Julia legally has to say that. Um so there was no evidence that they were in a relationship, obviously. It's all bullshit. Yep. Um 
And he failed to mention any of this in any of his police interviews. This was just clearly a strategy that they'd come up with for trial. So the verdict takes five days of, de- of deliberation. Oh no, that's not good. Mm. Not good when it takes that long. Yeah. Because that means they've, like when it's quick, it's gilly. It's obvious, yeah. So Christopher Butler is found guilty Good. of bank robbery and the kidnapping of Bria and Kimbra, <gasps> but the jury were hung nine to three on whether or not he kidnapped Michelle. One was completely convinced that his story was right and that they were in a relationship and that Michelle was part of it, and the other two were un- unsure, and so he didn't get convicted of that. Lisa Ramirez was found not guilty on all counts. What? So the actual mastermind, not guilty. She confessed, not guilty. That's insane. Isn't it? Isn't it? Just, can you imagine the injustice of that? Her lawyer knows she's guilty. Yeah, but they know most well, of yeah. their clients are guilty. Yeah. They've done their job. That's The judge knows she's but guilty. Like, yeah, that must be infuriating for police who she confessed to. Yeah. And for Michelle. Well, obviously for Michelle. Like, but I'm just like, that's multiple people being yeah. like, she literally said. Yeah. So because Huggins and Ortiz, um, they... Didn't they say, yeah, she was involved? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why doesn't that count for anything? I guess they weren't called in her trial. I don't know. That seems stupid. Mm. So they... And they confessed to everything so they and they pled guilty so they didn't have to go through a similar trial they obviously found guilty um that was much more straightforward so michelle and bria were treated for ptsd for several years michelle wrote a book called held hostage um where she recounts the harrowing true tale of her and her daughter's kidnapping as well as the subsequent criminal investigation, which sounds like as traumatic, mm. like the pressure that was put on her and the suggestion that she was part of it, like awful. Um, oh, I'll just read you. So the opening of her book is hardcore. So I'll just read you the opening paragraph of her book. Okay. Okay. Burning vomit crept into my mouth. I swallowed. My hollow stomach was twisting and gnawing as I lay frozen in my bed. I could smell the dark I could smell the dank stench of them. I could hear their loathsome voices and I felt them crawling under my skin. I was afraid to close my eyes and I was afraid not to. I knew it didn't make any difference. They would always be there long after they were gone penetrating the veils of my sleep, growling, shut up, bitch, or we'll pistol whip you in front of your kid. Wow. Yeah. So since all of this, um, Renee has, as well as writing the book, she's founded a non-profit organization called the Violent Trauma Awareness Project to help other victims of violent crime. Renee has two other non-fiction books in the works, Fear, Fear, Go Away, Um, is a practical guide about how to deal with trauma, including many of the techniques she and her daughter learned to replace feelings of fear with healthier impulses. Um, The other is called I Can Be Your Hero, an inspirational self-help book about relationships, not just parenting. Today, Renee doesn't dwell on her accomplishments, but focuses more on how her experiences may help others. The key message is about... about Sorry. The key message is about how after something like this, you have decisions to make. She said, you can be a person of integrity or not. And that is the story of Michelle Renee and Bria and Kimbra. And do you know what's happened to the Robert, like where they are now? Oh, they got multiple life sentences. So really, just for even though no one died, Christopher. Or Christopher did because he, yeah, no one died. I think when it comes to money, America really goes to town is on sentencing, up, isn't it? Yeah, it's like stealing people who murder get lesser sentence mm. or attempted murder. Yeah, let's not even start on that one. That yeah, one infuriates me. But he, he, yeah, he got, and actually, so did Huggins and Ortiz. They got really lengthy sentences too. And, and then Lisa is just like, off you go. And we don't know where Lisa is now. I don't know. No. 
That's crazy. Mm. That is crazy because they didn't. I mean, awful people, stupid people, so traumatize them, but they so didn't so hurt dumb. anyone. No, not physically. No. Yeah, I and think yeah. they did a lot of mental damage, well, but yeah. but yeah, not but, yeah. And then murderers get less. That is weird. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mad. Well, what do we take from that? See, I don't know. Like a business card with the assailant's full name on it. That would be good, actually. That is quite a good item. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, photographic memory. Yes. Would also be helpful. Yeah. Really paying attention to those features. Yeah. Maybe just like a um, brain gym app. Yeah. They used to be all the rage, didn't they? They did. What happened to them? Doctor. Who was that guy? Oh, anyway, know. there was a brain training app, Brain training, yeah, yeah, that was it. Did you used to have to do it at school? Just like, sometimes no. like halfway through class, it'd be like, okay, and now everybody stand up. We're going to have a little like brain gym time. You'd have to like tap your head, rub your belly just to like. Oh, no. Get everyone going again. Oh. Um, Did that we- work for you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you tell me. Do you think it did? Should we introduce some brain training into Let's the podcast? Let's do some brain training. <laughs> keep us young. Keep us fit. In the brain. Um, yeah, we could do like, look at everything on the shelf. I'll cover the shelf and then you have to tell me what was on the <gasps> I shelf. I actually do love those games. I really love those games. Do you? Yeah. Calling them a game is... It's a game, right? <laughs> Memory is a game. Um, yeah, what are you putting in? I Actually, the business card with the... With the robber's name on with it. With the perpetrator's full name like and that. address on is actually, I think, an ideal thing to put into the survival kit. Yeah, it'll fit on the shelf too, so that's good. Yeah, whose name shall we put on? Who do Neil's. we want to make the criminal? Neil? <laughs> Producer Neil. Neil, hand over be. your business card. Do you have business cards? <laughs> I feel like you would have. Why? Also, do you have a briefcase? Because you, you have an Instagram <laughs> business page. Yeah. Is that the new business card now? You don't need a business card Surely, now. Surely you've got a little card with a QR code to that page. Step up, man. What are you putting in your briefcase? Abby, See? save the trees. Useless. Come on. Save Everything's the trees. digital now. You should know this. Come on. We're about to go to Edinburgh Fringe, Julia. I know. With what, like are you printing a thousand f- flyers that will just end up on the floor in the bin? I'm actually getting recycled ones. So. What's that mean? It's made out of recycled paper. You're going to then recycle them after? I hope so. Now you can leave them in the street. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but at least I've stopped one cycle. <laughs> You're just chopping down fresh trees for yours. I only deserve the best. Okay. Okay, that is one business card with full name and address of perpetrator in the survival toolkit. Yes. Yes. Okay, first listener story. This mm. one's come from the Instagram DMs. Hey guys, absolutely loving the pod. I have a listener story for you that I hope you will enjoy. If it doesn't make it on, I hope it will at least make producer Neil laugh or whoever reads your Insta messages. This week's bear slash Labrador story. Oh, that was, when was that? I don't know how long ago that was. You know when um, they thought it was a bear and then yeah, it was a Labrador? that was a great one. Um, reminded me of the time I had my breakfast stolen by a bear. Oh. Bears are starting to become more prominent than sharks. I didn't realise how much interaction people had with bears. I think I'll be honest. a lot. I think Canada, especially. They're everywhere. My friend Ellie's moving to Canada and I was like, bear spray. Get some bear spray. Oh my God. She's outdoorsy as well. Yeah. Hey, um, bear. Did you I told her that one? I did. Yeah. I told her. She didn't know about that. Okay. Which means she obviously hasn't been listening to this podcast God. and is not actually that much of a supportive friend. I hope so. she doesn't get mauled by a bear now because she's like, hey, bear. I hope, I hope she does. <laughs> Because she didn't listen to my podcast. Uh, no, 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 no. Told her best spray. And I've taught her pocket knife. Very good. So, Lucy. In 2018, I was working on a ranch in Northern California, taking people out on trail rides into the mountains. There was one particular trail ride we did where we rode out for about four hours, camped overnight, and at an outpost, it would, brackets, it would have been when the ranch was keeping cattle so the cowboys could keep an eye on their herd when they were up in the mountains. Now it's just a nice place to visit. Okay. And we would ride back the next day. Once we arrived at the outpost, it was about 6 or 7 p.m. So we got to cooking dinner and putting our food away for the next day. 
Ellie actually told me apparently when you go camping in bear country, mm. you're meant to like put your food up a tree so that like if a bear comes, yeah. it goes for the food. Oh, clever. And it's like, rather than your food I was going to say, the bear, the bear could definitely climb <laughs> No, yeah, tree. yeah. But it's in like, it'll, the bear will go over there. That's very smart. And apparently she, oh, I can't remember if it was a friend or she'd heard a story, but they'd done this and then these people went camping and they woke up in the night and they heard the you know bear and they um turned to their friend being like did you put the food up the tree and she was like no it's in the tent <gasps> how oh. angry would you be in that moment yeah who can be asked to put the food up the tree though at the end of the night like oh you God. better I mean, fucking do it julia i swear to god bear, if that you... was if that was your response if we were in a tent <laughs> and i turned to you and i went did you put the food up the tree and you went who can be asked i'd be like all right well you're you're in the mouth first I barely remember to take my makeup off at the end of the night i'm not Climbing a tree to put the supplies up there. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't be in bear country anyway. No, let's be honest. Um, so, the outpost had a big brick underground fridge thing, keeping the oh, food. That's helpful. Yeah, keeping the food underground kept it cool, uh, with a very heavy stone lid, kind of like a food tomb in the ground. She said, this is important for later, I promise. And it's like the little winky blah emoji, Mm. which you don't get from emails. This is a DM (laughs) special. Around 9 p.m., as it was getting dark, we all headed to bed. As it was so warm in California in August and we were in the middle of nowhere, we didn't sleep in tents. Oh, my God. But just out in the open like a cowboy movie. No, thank you. Horrid. No, thank you. No, absolutely not. Unsubscribe. You just get bitten by everything. Yeah, no. The family of guests we had with us decided to camp a short distance from us to stargaze and me and the other guide made our beds up. <laughs> that sounds like a lie, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, we're going to camp over here yeah, to stargaze. Yeah, yeah, and then they like go to an Airbnb. Yeah. Um, and me and the other guide made our beds up under a tree not too far from where we had tied up the horses for the night. At some point through the night, I was woken by the most terrifying noise I have ever heard. It was like a low, bellowing, snarling noise. That was bad. <laughs> that was quite. That, that was a light was, whistle. Was, was was <laughs> Give us your low snarling noise. Um, why that, are you? Why are you just blowing out? Because that's what they do. It's through their nose, isn't it? It's like they said. That's sniffing. better. Yeah, it's like a snarl. <laughs> a snarl. Though. Yeah. <laughs> more of an oink, but we'll go with it. <laughs> it was more of a hog. There we go. <laughs> kind of a sexy bear. <laughs> He's any Jewish. Um, at first, I thought maybe it was a coyote or a bobcat or something. Mm. I heard it move over to where we had eaten our dinner and rustle around, knocking things over. I was terrified. Eventually, I don't know how, I fell back asleep, but a short while after was woken by the same noise, but this time much, much closer. So close, in fact, I could hear the creature's breath as it made the noises. <laughs> I'm going to continue. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Um, It woke my friend up next to me who was equally as frightened. We lay awake thinking this was it for us until the noise eventually stopped. Morning did eventually come. And the first thing I asked my friend was what the hell was that last night? Mm. She was relatively local and I am from Scotland. I missed the chance to do a Scottish accent. You can do the rest of it. No, I'm okay. Mm. Um, So the only thing you hear while camping here are midges and the occasional sheep. She said she wasn't sure, but maybe a bear. (laughs) She couldn't believe how close it sounded. We got up to go and cook breakfast for our guests when we found the massive stone lid, which took at least two of us to lift, ripped from the top of the brick fridge. Yep, definitely a bear, she said. There's no way... there's no way anything else could have moved that lid on its own. All of our food was gone. All the packets had been ripped open and our sausages, eggs and bacon we had for breakfast were mostly scoffed. We rode back to the ranch hungry but alive. So that's the story of how I thought I was going to die in the Californian mountains in the middle of the night and had my breakfast stolen by a bear. Sorry it's a long boy. <laughs> I enjoy that. Uh, it wouldn't send via email for some reason. Lucy. Yeah. Thanks, Lucy. It's a good one, isn't it? That was really good. Enjoyed it. Oh my God, she's in Edinburgh. Oh. So we expect to see you at our Edinburgh Fringe shows, Lucy. Uh, <laughs> see you there, come say hi. Abba Clark, try hard, work in progress. Mm-hmm. What's yours called? 
Do some promo. Wolves is what mine's called. What time is it? And that's at 8.30. You can find information about both of our shows in, in the, the show? episode notes. In the episode notes. Along with the email address if you also want to contribute your worst case scenario. Please. Your personal worst case scenario. Can I just say, <laughs> Lucy, in her Instagram bio, has taking the scenic route, an emoji of camping, surfing, and mountains. I don't know why she's here. Not our she- person. <laughs> <laughs> That's the least my audience no, person I think I've ever we're, we're relying on Lucy for content for this podcast. Yeah, yeah, Lucy. We need Lucy. Keep going, babe. Yeah. Keep writing in. Visit and, and Bear Country again. Let's get these stories going. And it looks like from her profile picture, she did marry her husband wearing a kilt. So, true Scottish. Love that. Love that. Thanks, Lucy. I hope I didn't give away too much personal info there. Um, if I did, Neil will let it out. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.